Now we all hear everyone. I was going to use that earlier part for the show, but you guys both kind of <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> he, was, he, he wasn't on the mic. Well, yeah. You weren't on. I was on the mic. You weren't caring, though. I could hear you. The Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmes. You know what? That's good enough. You, uh, you were just ignoring me? Yes. It's, that was part of the joke. Can you hear me? I thought then, it started as a joke, but it felt like so much that you were ignoring me. You have abandonment that, issues. That you were focusing. Yeah. No, I'm Do you pee when just, people come over to your house? Do you get overly excited like a puppy? I do. Abandonment issues. I do. Yeah. yeah. Do you bark when everyone leaves? <laughs> yeah. See? Sad. You yeah. <laughs> told you. I told you. You owe me. Toledo. I told you. We made a bet about this a couple of years ago. About me barking yeah, and peeing? You were barking I, and peeing in the house. Yeah. 100%. Known it for a long time. It's, it's, Look at this. You have done absolutely... Nothing since we uh, last brought. What did you want me to do? All right, first of all, I want to say that I I've gotten enough people saying where has the podcast been that I finally let's do another one. Yeah, let's start before we go on a break for a while. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's the second season. I like to say, is that what it is? Yeah, we took our hiatus. We never. People are like, you never told us. I said during the last one, we kind of did say, hey, we'll do this in a few weeks or something. Right. Well, because the last one, if I remember, the Zoom one was such a mess because of the technology. Well, we didn't even do that one. Oh, did that one not That go? one we didn't even so do. So that was the last one I remember. The last one you remember was you. I couldn't get any sound out of you <laughs> from right. Zoom, from your house, and I said, fuck it. Yeah, that's all I this heard. This is a no. And all, Enough. You would have just heard me laughing at frustrated I Frank. I saw you laughing yeah. frustrated at frustrated Zoom Frank. Frank. It's the alliteration completely pays off the in double the Double Frustrated Frank on the other line, but you couldn't hear me, and all I was doing was laughing because you were- fuming at the zoom well i was just like if this isn't going to work it isn't meant to be i'm right. tired of the zoom you're yeah, here I hate, I hate the zoom four and a half feet away yeah we're close to being well you're half vaccinated or full i i'm half I, well then four and a half feet plenty my full vaccination is uh let's put this to, this up right away to lead i don't even care about when it goes let's we'll just put this but but it's okay, now it's live it's Go tomorrow live. let's can you make it live toledo fuck it we'll do it live that's my bill o'reilly oh yeah <laughs> I knew what it was. I know. Uh, <laughs> I would have done it as uh, John C. O'Reilly factor. Fuck, Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> I'm gonna wreck it. I'm gonna wreck it. So, Fuck it. so um, where were we? John C. O'Reilly hosting. No, it was before edition. that. You got to back up. <laughs> no, I know. Toledo, are you paying no, no, attention? No. Or are you Look, on your phone too? We're we're currently right at John C. O'Reilly hosting the Inside Edition. <laughs> That's where we are. I want to go back. The O'Reilly Factor. Please. Wait, where were we? Uh, who cares? Where were we? Wasn't it going was, as good as well, that. Well, this, this is the best part so far? Yeah. What are the talking points, John? <laughs> <laughs> what about your drum set? Something. Shake and bake. Give me something. <laughs> Did you touch my drum set? The <laughs> talking points bubble is, one, you touch my drum set, two, you touch my drum set, three, you touch my drum set, three, four and a half, five... Mother, yeah, we'll be right back with more John Riley factor. John C. O'Reilly. John C. O'Reilly. Sorry, I got confused. Come on, I'm trying to go back and be serious here. <laughs> well, you're doing great. All right, and you were talking about how we did the Zoom thing. I was laughing at you while you struggled, which is a common problem for and- short people. And I watched that happen, and I giggled entirely too much. And then 30 minutes, you just said, forget it, we're done. It wasn't 30 minutes. It was maybe five. Oh, I had like five hours. minutes of patience. It just felt like felt like minutes. forever. As I sat on the other side and said, I'm good, and you couldn't hear me at all. No. Just and it had to be you. 
No. It was. It was not. It was you. This room broke in every way. I wasn't in this room. Wherever you were. I wasn't in this room. Whatever you were doing. I was in the working room. The internet room. I was in the room. not the working room. No, it was the non-working room. No, it was working because I had somebody else come on and they were audible. I was audible. Everything's been perfect So you, what? I've done nothing but Zooms. Wait, when? Oh, constant. When? Me and Fred traveling to do a podcast. You're like me with the John C. O'Reilly talking points. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing, Jerry. (laughs) No, I that wasn't me, because I'd never had an issue. You're the one who always had the issues on this end. No, I was. That's why I was over there because the issues would be from the internet over here. Yeah, wow. So I was I was plugged in over there. Different internet in different parts of the house. Nope. Well, <laughs> same. That's internet. interesting. Yeah, but here, look. There's a line running. Let's not focus on all your failures. Let's focus on the fact. Wait that a second. Back. I can see what you're doing. What did I do? And that's. I'm saying troublesome. Here we are. Face to face. Here we are. A couple of silver, couple spoons. Of silver spoons. Hoping. Just hoping to find. So uh, this is just, I got enough people that said, uh, it took it took a long time to get, I got four, five people that said we missed the podcast. So one every month. So I was like, off. yeah. So I was like, finally, okay, I, I, you've broken me. I'm back. When is When was the last one? January. Because we came back and I think we did one after being off for the, the end of last year. Yeah. But it must have been before the Super Bowl. I don't remember at all. I just remember that last one that didn't work because it's hysterical. It was the funniest one we ever did. Yeah. I wish your recorded end was somewhere because it was, it was great. I was dying. It's probably there. You know, it might be there. And there's nothing. Although there. I might have gone. That might have been when I just went. I got to erase. I, I have an issue with that when I watch somebody I like and who isn't mad at me losing their mind because I start laughing. Like I find it hysterical. We have a guy. We have a guy at our radio station that loses his mind when somebody does something he doesn't like, and I mean, because it's really voice is crazy. Even I just hate people so much, and that's when you know it's on. His P's turn into V's. I hate people. I hate people so much, and then so he starts going. He'll scream, and I sit in the room when he's doing it, and he, like drool. Who is this? Paul is our production guy. Okay. Great guy. I think he's I think he's awesome. But when he gets mad, but he gets halfway to the Wolfman. There's a story about Paul where he was driving. He was in a band for a while, and the van he couldn't find a parking spot to park at the venue where they said to park because cars were clogged up in there. And the and the, all the venue people are like, "Keep driving." He's like, "We're the band," and that's how he sounds when he's mad. <laughs> oh, I hate every person I see. All the people, and so. He took the steering wheel with the other band members. He is Satanic Wolf. <laughs> he's Satanic yeah, he's Ron Wolf. Ron Wolf. And he took the steering wheel and bent it. He's, he, no. He gets that angry. He's what? huge. He's a big man. Why do I? Do I know him? You know Paul. He's about 350 pounds of just ignore that guy. He's literally just bent the steering wheel and everybody in the band is like, we're getting out. What kind of, like a floor. circular steering wheel? Circular steering wheel on a into, band. He turned You've it more- in. Likely heard his uh, door slam when you've been at the studio yes. once or twice. He's two two studios down from our radio station studio. I, I know I'm. And he, if, if something goes wrong, you know it because he slams the giant door and the whole building quakes for a second. And then I start laughing. So I have a problem. Like he's huge and he's like, all oh, these salespeople want to get up my. I can't deal with this. And he starts drooling and getting all mad. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you laugh all, you laugh all you want. And he starts going, and I can't not laugh at that. So when you, but see, when you when you laugh yeah. at my p- anger, I don't get mad at you for laughing because that's the thing I've always wanted to do to people when I see them mad. <laughs> right. So well, I hold I it back. It. I have the censorship yeah, ability. I don't. 
No, I find, and it's what I terrible. envy about you—the ability just to be real and let it go. Well, it's not good. No, I know that. I should probably eh. just turn away. I can't. I want to see it all, and I want to see how funny it gets. Because you, your thing about being angry—we've talked about it before—is the punching the air thing, where you just go nuts and then you just start to punch the air with your little yeah. hands start going. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, but that's that's—it's almost like you shrink when you're mad, <laughs> like you Fred Flintstone like, in the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's like a fake punch. Like, yeah. it's, it's not. Like, you're not meaning it. Uh, yeah, right. It's, it's such like, a I'm funny s- move. I'm mocking my own anger yes. at oh, that point. It's hysterical. It's like if the Hulk did an impression of himself. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hulk, <Yeah>. Mark. See. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, it's funny to watch you get. So frustrating. Yeah. Well, it'll happen at some point. Oh. When we realize Toledo hasn't been recording. Can't so. wait. Uh, I almost did it here when Toledo t- t- texted and said oh, yeah. uh, he hadn't left the house yet. And I was just like, oh, that's it. And yeah. you started giggling. You started the giggle. It was like pulling the lawnmower. Yep, it was. I said, Toledo doesn't know it. But the first words, uh, I, I came in, I said hi to Frank's kid, Joey, and then uh, wandered over. Toledo's at home. I'm like, oh, yeah? Yeah. We're not doing this. <laughs> I'm like, what? Nah, we're not doing it. I'm like, okay. And For the record, so I wasn't at home. Yeah, I was enough. close, yeah. but I wasn't at oh, home. Oh, I thought you were saying you were at home at that point. No. He no. was waiting to see what was- I left and I got a call from my son. Hey, where are you? What do you mean, where am I? I told you I had the podcast. Well, how am I going to get to work? Oh. Uh, so that- Yeah, I'm still not sure if I believe you. But- I don't. He had, <laughs> at any point, he, what the point he's making is he had to turn around and go home anyway. So he was actually further from home. Yeah, it took him longer. Actually being home, because he had to go You back. did get here quicker than I thought you would, because I thought for sure it was going to be over half an hour. It's going to be 30 minutes. We're not it, doing this. 30 minutes. When you said 20, I was okay. <laughs> but for some reason, anywhere after 20 would have been a problem for me. You have me figured out. That's the magic one. number. That's Is it. 20? And then the entire time we sat here, uh, I would try to just be cordial with Frank. Save it. I'm like, yeah, well, because I you were getting it. into great stuff. We can't be because I don't want to talk. That's part of the reason we haven't been doing the shows. I don't. There's a couple things that have been driving me crazy. Is right, one, all we were talking about was sports. I'm tired of sports. Same. I, I've gotten bored with. I, I don't Let's mind talk about that. I don't have a problem with talking about a, a little bit about sports once in a while, but I don't want a whole show about to sports. be about sports. I'm with you because I, it starts to become just. Then you become a sports show, and it starts yep. to feel like ah, sports has greatly overestimated its power on the society and thinking it's important. Because we have all, I mean, it's a big number that's turned away. And I'll be honest with you, that's what's t- that ties into why I've wanted to do less podcasting as well, is that everybody has an opinion. Yeah. And it's all over social media on everybody's opinion, whether it's from the right, on the left. It's everybody wanting to fight constantly. They go, I just don't want to do a complaining show. Yep. And that's where I felt like I was. I felt like I was at the point where, hey- I'm just get, I'm getting on the podcast. I don't have everything really to talk about, but I can complain about this pretty easily, yeah. which I guess is what comedy can be. It is complaining, but it's complaining with a, you know, an edge or a jovial solution. It, I understand what you're saying too, because I think my show fell into that for a while, where it's just like, all right, let's pick a topic and bicker. Yeah, and that was it. And it's like, and that's because that's what everything is. And, and that's and that's that's the same. debate shows on all on TV politics. It started in politics and then it became on sports. Let's just have let's disagree. A, a de, yeah, yeah, let's, let's have a debate, disagree. even if it, if you don't believe what you're saying, if or you, it's not a big deal. Let's make it one. Yeah, and yeah, and I and that's that's, that's the other point yeah. is that I listen to so much stuff and I even watch looking at social media stuff, and I go, you don't really care this much. No. This is false anger it's outrage over the outrage that there isn't enough outrage yeah it's just stupid and and you know what the funny thing is i've kind of switched gears while we've been off 
my whole mentality is, uh, and I've talked to a lot. That's of That's because you've been going to therapy. I have, and that helped. This, it does, but that, I kind of found this one on my own. Is that I realized that everybody See, always admit that's a lie. I, I lie a lot. <laughs> I learned that in therapy. I'm a liar. But the, the fringe, everybody's like, oh, it's just the fringe of this and the fringe of that. And it's like, well, then let's just knock it off. Let's let the middle people, like everybody else seems to be, just kind of say what they want. And then when the fringe starts to get mad, laugh at them. It's, and I've said, I'm like, I'm tired of it. I, come get me is basically my new approach. I'm not going to overstep the lines. I know what they are. But I'm not going to be afraid of anyone anymore. See, I was just on a podcast, uh, I recorded a podcast with Steve Mason yeah. today that's going to be out in a little bit from Mason in Ireland yeah. and uh, in L.A. And uh, I was talking about that a little bit. I'm like, most of my work right now still comes from corporate comedy. Right. So I just don't want to get shut down so they pull that much because they all have like little claws in there. If you get in trouble big enough, we're not going to pay you or something like that. I was like, I I just want to stick, stay away from some of that stuff right now. So right. some of the thoughts that I have aren't conventional. And a lot of times I, I keep telling people most of these arguments, you know, a lot of the political correctness stuff, it's like we're supposed to be different. The whole point of everything is right. to be able to laugh that we're a little bit different and then come together and go, gosh, you're, you think that way? I think our culture does this. Your culture does that. I don't know if we'll ever get along, but at least we can listen. That's yeah. actual unity, unity. When you recognize, yeah, you recognize the two differences. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the glory of everything. Is you're supposed to pile together and accept everybody's thing, but now accepting someone else's culture is appropriating and everything. It's just it's tiring. Yeah, it's I can't. Boring. I don't even understand. I don't even understand where that starts. Where Here's it, what you got to do. Don't care. I will like your R and B music and sing it and say how much I like it and how much it means to me. And if somebody says, "Well, go ahead and take all of our stuff," okay, I will because you know why? It's in the public market. It's for sale, so I buy it, and it's mine now. So I'll do with it what I want, and I don't care what anybody says about that stuff anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't even. I can't understand where things become appropriation. My friend's from Africa, and he tries to make me wear his clothes. You need. You need to wear this, John. This would look great. Dashikis, I think, is what they're called. He's trying to put these. And I'm like, I can't wear this. Why not? And I'm like, people will get mad. Who? And I'm like, white people. White people will get mad that think that I'm doing something to make fun of you if I wear this, although it was a cool shirt. But if, and then I started thinking, why do I care? And I don't. I don't like the shirt that much right. to wear it around. It would, it would look funny on me. But it's like, you know what? I don't care. If, so, if it was a cool shirt, I'd wear the shirt. On you, a bald white guy, it does start to look a little It's bit. a little proud boy. It's a little <laughs> weird proud boy. But you know you what? You look really, really good. <laughs> I don't want to shoot. I would have a fan. But you look very, very good. But, I, but again, even that guy, even the people that would like it, like, yeah, right on. I don't listen to you either. Right. So I don't care. I just, I, I, I'm just getting more and more. I wish this. I could get there. It's just, I, Miller. it feels great. It does. It really does. And it's like, it's, it's left our radio show to a brand new avenue of like, we're just having fun. Yeah. Because nobody's going to step over the line and be stupid because we're all smart enough to know that. But we can dance around stuff. It's like, look, that's funny. But if you don't like it, Even turn the it. dancing around. It depends on. It just but you've always, on. everybody's always had to dance around. Always. Well, the dancing around is what makes things better. Yeah, the dancing around to it's me is always on the nose. Has always been the thing that bothered me, and then the dancing around. It's the was discomfort. The fun. It's yeah. recognizing this isn't comfortable, and I'm I'm walking on it. It's right. been nice, and it's making it's and usually it's making fun of yourself in that situation. Like, Absolutely. Hey, I'm I'm not smart enough, or I'm not good enough to understand how to do this properly. That's the thing that I, I always get lost in. It's people, you know, you were talking about off the air, the thing with The Office. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, One of the great episodes of The Office, the Benny Hanna episode. Yeah. Two Asian girls play uh, 
separate parts, and Steve Carell confuses them at one point. He, he and he's the butt of the joke. He, he is, is the, the joke. joke. The he's, fact that he can't, he's that stupid. He's so annoying throughout. And he, the fact that these girls follow him back is just because he's giving them things. So right. they're taking advantage of the idiot. The idiot's saying dumb things. And then he gets he thinks one's going to be his girlfriend, and she turns around, and the other one's – and he starts talking to her because he can't tell them apart. Right. And the, the joke is he couldn't tell two Asian girls apart. But, but you could. The, the problem right. was he's the idiot. He's so, the yes, idiot. But nobody does that anymore. So now, 14 years after that episode, which was brilliant, it was a two-part episode. It was their big Christmas thing. And now the two actresses are like, we didn't know. We didn't know what we were getting into. I was like, did you read the script? Because at a certain point, when's it on that person? And aren't they just announcing, I'm so weak, I'm so, I'm so very dumb and weak that I couldn't read this and understand it? No, the, ro- the only roles we could get. Well, then well they get pressured into that. That's, okay. It always, it's uh, it not pressured in taking the role, pressured into saying other things. Everybody sure. gets pressured. Everybody's pressured from corporations. You notice the, the people that get in trouble and get canceled or whatever are always working for somebody else yeah. that's paying them a lot of money. That's that's where it's always coming from. It's always coming from, you know, when people went after Rogan, yeah. it was after he signed the Spotify deal. Yeah. And then they had a he had a boss that they could visualize and go for. Right. That's and money the, and a target. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I just I just don't care. Like I get to the point where it's like, you know what? Okay. And I think and the funny thing is is the more I've said that kind of stuff, the more people are like, "Thank you." Everybody does that, yeah. but then they're all afraid. Everyone's scared. Because oh, yeah, you know why? Look, they're all on Twitter. Yeah. They're all sitting there thinking, I'm Which is doing not it the too. real world. No. But and, if you and look it's at the one that you, can cancel you from the real world. Yeah. And if you look at a lot of some of the Instagram and the TikTok kind of stuff where people do say stuff that's not the status quo of what the media is always saying. Right. There'll be so many people that are going there. Thank God, you're. Why are you spitting so much truth? Right. Everybody's saying uh, you're saying what I've always wanted to, and I'm afraid. Yeah. Everybody's and and that's what's missing. Like you said, everybody's got a podcast. Everybody's got an opinion, so it makes you not want to do this. So then, after a while, because yeah, like, I don't want to be the hypocrite. I want to be the one that says what you're not what you're not allowed to. I want to be the one that goes, oh, thank you. See, for I'm not even at that. Really I just i i get so tired of hearing everybody else's opinion that yeah. I go. Well, if I spout out my opinion on everything, I'm doing yeah, and yeah. that's it. Starts to make me feel like I'm just the same piece of shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that I is not an opinion. That is that's cert- fact. Certifiable. That's fact. fact. Yeah, that is my f- yeah. <laughs> fine. It's, it's the same. We're doing the same show. But it's the yeah. You're complaining, but yeah, I, I, I just don't. I just don't care. I look at it and I start to giggle now, and I'm like, okay. Which is what I want to start doing every time I look at your arm. My arm. You had shoulder surgery. Yes, I did. I didn't. That even. might have been my best segue ever. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's swing it around. Let's from call what we're out about. the segways. Caliambo with the segue. It was nice, but what he do? He called it out. That's a box. Yeah. What that was was uh, you know those uh, uh, action movies where the train's on a track and that track ends soon and somebody has to be on the front of the train and grab the switch to switch the track yes. in the last second. That's how you segue. But it, ninety miles an hour. No, I thought it was solid, and you went with mm-hmm. it even better. What am I supposed to do? You're, you put up a roadblock. You, you, I called myself out before you could. That's right. Like great. No, but job. I was. I am looking at your shoulder, doing it again. Yeah, I am. Good look, job getting yeah. us out of that yeah. segue talk. <laughs> we should do segways on segways. Segways, <laughs> segways to the segway. Here comes a segway. Wait, no, sponsored by Segway. In right? Do they still make those? 
I don't know. The owner of it uh, died. Jumped, jumped off the edge of a cliff on a Segway. Did he? He did it. Yeah. He he jumped off or rolled uh, off. Well, I can't do this anymore. He, yeah, I don't. I don't know if it was the end of times for him. I think he was just trying to get a selfie or something. But <laughs> he went off a cliff. Have somebody else take your picture then. <laughs> yeah, well, I, got just money. you've got enough pictures of you. I'll tell everyone listening. You've got enough photos of yourself. That's enough. <laughs> We're done. Yeah, I wish that. We're was. all done. I wish that's uh, again. It's so true. And you know not a and that's where the hypocrite thing comes in. Not a soul disagrees with that. And there were there are people listening to that at this very moment taking a picture of themselves going so fucking true <laughs> as they take a I snapshot can't, of it. I I I keep before we get to your arm cuz I do think it's interesting. Oh, I, I didn't know if you, you didn't know, know if, I you didn't know if I noticed seen it or not. Yeah, uh, but, but <laughs> to the side of your giant bat signature. I got a Batman shirt on. You need cameras for this show. We're going to have them. Yeah, it's been a couple of eventually. They're there. They're just They're not here. on. I don't understand. They don't go anywhere. That's the problem. It's not like having a car lot of cars with no engines. Yeah, we've well, done that before. Don't can't have him anyway. He's canceled too, you yeah. know. Oh, that's right. Started talking right. about old days. But you know, I really love that episode of The Office. Well, it was the best episode of The Office ever done. By the way, I saw your dogs on the way in here. No Koreans around your backyard. He always did the easiest. He always did the Korean yeah. Restaurant joke. Yeah. When it was a dog, you knew it was, it was coming. It was, it was like three, <laughs> two, one. It looked like a menu at a Korean restaurant, and he did it on America's Got Talent. <laughs> you had, can I tell you about my friend? I had a friend pass away. Can I tell you about him? His Asian friend. It's the only Asian friend I've got. So young. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> I did just now. That was me. Oh, they. But but did he do that joke? No. It's, oh. Well, I'm probably at one point. That's wow. just an old dumb Asian joke. But I think it's funny that Jay Leno has to, and he comes out with an apology. Sorry, I've offended you for the past 40 years. And in that time, they were so offended. He rose to great heights, hosted The Tonight Show, wild success. And now it's like, well, you know, Jay was offending almost every Asian. Into- no, he wasn't. He had the Lancito dancers, for God's sakes. He employed more Asians in the 90s than anybody else. It's amazing to think about <laughs> when people apologize for 40 years worth yeah. of stuff. They're trying to get, um, was it Berlin, the writer? the Irving Berlin? Yeah. Bring him back? I'm not kidding. He wrote no. a song in 1919. Uh, I just saw this the other day. Um, Madeline Kahn sang the song on the Oscars. And it's a song about a guy who's kind of shy and a little bit dopey. But if a woman has him, it's called You Would Be Surprised. So it's basically about, like, look, he's not much to look at, and he certainly has no personality, but you get him in the bedroom— You'd be surprised. They never say bedroom. They say park bench, the kitchen, the garage. And it's basically like the girl's job to sing the song is to go, that's one hell of a dog. (laughs) Milton Burley? Yeah, so they're like, "Ah, this is all sexist. He's a sexist. It's over. Just cancel everything he's ever done, too. So all of it goes away. Eventually, you know, like like he was supposed to in 1919 when he's penning that song, go, yeah, but 100 years from now. Are there going to be people who don't like what I'm saying? If you always thought, what's, what's going to be wrong 100 years from now? Nothing can be done. Yeah, but you know people talk about that stuff all the time anyways. Why can't you? It's because you know. it's, it's something to attack. It's you, the, the key to a future of control is where the future is certain and the past is rewritten. That's a fact. If it's nah, you like that, didn't no, you? No, I wasn't listening. I was thinking of my next segue. Okay, well, it was about my arm again. Speaking of attacking, <laughs> that you really doctor. attacked that arm. I huh? had a, the uh, Asian doctor take care of my arm. He's a very nice guy. He's from over there in uh, <laughs> Asia. He's one of them. 
I thought he's the only one I like an Indian. I, I, I out of age, I think. It. Anyway, so I, you know, I had him over and I gave him a car. Oh, gave a car. Gave him a car. No engine. Just no go inside. I don't have any engine. No engine. Have no engine. So I, uh, I told him that. It's like having cameras that don't, uh, don't go anywhere. I told him. I said, "Look, I don't know what language you speak, well, but well, Das Vidanya. <laughs> I sent him on his way. Ulti Splasher. <laughs> yeah. Is he? Listen, I learned that on a Bugs Bunny yeah. cartoon. They're rerunning those on a channel called MeTV. And You're into I your MeTV, aren't you? Uh, I'm liking Toledo it. told me about your MeTV. I'm liking it. It's on the, the Samsung. Let's, hold on. I, my arm. I want to get in back because I brought arm. it up yeah. and, and people are going to get mad Still at me. Still here. So you had shoulder surgery. Total shoulder replacement. Friend. <laughs> I was going to say, is it? Total shoulder. I have a bad Adam shoulder. West? Yes, it was done after a run-in with Mr. Freeze. <laughs> you did run into Mr. Freeze today, and too. He, yeah, I did. So, uh, yeah, so I just had, I've had... Uh, something wrong with both shoulders i gotta do the right one too and let me tell you this when are you doing that uh well i was gonna do it in july until i did this and i greatly underestimated all the times that they said this hurts yeah. this is one of the most painful surgeries you can get on a joint i'm like all right it's i've heard knee is the worst uh this one tops it according, really according to doc because uh, yeah. my dad had his knee done my father-in-law had both knees done at the yeah. same time and knees he worked at the, the clinic but they told him to do both at once Ooh. because if you do one, you won't do, you won't do the other one. That's kind of My dad's is. in between the two right now. Yeah. But it looks like Ooh. he's going to go back. Total knee? Knees aren't easy. Yeah. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying ones, but I, I, had, I didn't have knees. I've had, I thought knee, back, and shoulder was about five My back six. was a cakewalk. I had back surgery. That yeah, but it's not the, the right part of your back. The spine part? The bad part. <laughs> yeah, the spine back. No, I didn't have the good parts for it. The front of your spine? Yeah. Oh. The front, the front spine. Yeah, the front. They go in through. That's the why I only know so much about the spines. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So I, I don't know. I had something wrong with my shoulder through arthritis plus time and damage and all the boxing and stuff. And is it is it from the moves? Is it the punching or yeah. being punched? It's repetitive motions can cause this like loaded well you'd <laughs> think that my wrist yeah. would go. <laughs> no, it depends on where <laughs> where what you use is the the axis. Well, geez, you're going way up there. What do you have, polio? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of joints you can use. In. You're going full stiff arm? Sure. On the pleasure? Sure. Why not? Wow. Yeah. And you're, all right. And do Dave tell overhand. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the stranger. <laughs> Strange. So, yeah, so I, uh, this one's gotten, it was, I great, they told me over and over, this is a very painful, very painful, very painful. In the first two weeks, I, I was reduced to tears. I haven't cried from pain since I was a little boy. Cried from dogs dying. I do every day. Uh, but that's emotional pain. No, 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 no. Oh, you get hurt a lot? I'm sore. Oh. <laughs> so the week before I did it, I tore the labrum off my hip. So I have to get that done, too. So I got three surgeries. How old are you? 48. But I did that one fighting. So it was dumb, but it was a thing. It's been bad. I actually did it. You haven't thought about giving up. You love fighting I'm, too much. I, I, with this on, I've been... Uh, one arm fighting. That's this week. I have. <laughs> it sounds like one a arm joke. I have. I've been. I went back in and they just we put a belt around my bad arm and tighten it up so it doesn't move. And I've learned how to fight with my right hand only in the last week and a half. And I'm not supposed to do that, but I don't. No, I can't you sit around. Shouldn't be. This one's fine. So I'm not. And even my physical therapist, like, look, if if it hurt the other arm, I'd tell you to stop. If it's not, you got to work. You got to do something. So what have you been doing in therapy? Is it slow moving? Physical therapy is just getting my range of motion back. This is really like I don't have. They detach a bunch of muscles. They cut off your bicep tendon and then reattach. They clip parts of it and put it back. They move any nerves? Uh, they have to move all that. So with a nerve block, which is brutal, 
uh, because when that wears off, you realize what's going on. So they do a nerve block and then take off your, I think, intraspinatus. Some of your rotator cuff has to come off. Uh, your bicep tendon comes out. And then they go in and dislocate your shoulder, shave, down, shave off the bone, and put a new cap on. And then put a little plastic piece under your shoulder blade or your, your shoulder. None of this sounds worth it. It was, well, it was because it was, I couldn't sleep. I was what, so it was pain. that much pain oh, before? Awful. This one's bad, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before was. I didn't realize it was that Really bad. bad. I was sleeping two, three hours tops. And what are you getting now? About 45 minutes right now because I'm sleeping in a recliner because this is awful. So, but, but it's coming around. And are I'm, you on pain medication right no, now? No, I stopped. No, I, I took it for about a week and a half. My dad did his knee, no pain medication. Yeah. I tried. You know why? Because he's tough. Because he's the toughest tough. guy in the world. Tough. And you know how tough he is? He's not going to do the other knee. <laughs> He basically said, "I'm tough enough for just this." No, he's gonna he's gonna do it. Now. He's smart. He wasn't the pain do. meds are are awful. I hate them. I took it for a week out of necessity because it was it was brutal amount of pain. I, did, I honestly I did not anticipate the pain. Right. I, I thought I can handle. I'm tough. I can. Uh uh-uh. uh. I am not that tough. It destroyed me. Four solid days of just being the most pain I've ever felt. And it's in, and then it starts to alleviate itself. And then you make a false move and it starts over. It was crazy. It's a tough one. So I'm supposed to do this right shoulder in July. I might push that back to the end of the year. So you you think just a few extra months because of the, the it, recoup? You yeah. want that to be fully healed? I want healed? this one to be pretty much ready to go. About eighty percent before I do. Eighty percent. Yeah, I, I'll let it have a little bit extra there, but yeah, it's bad. So um, Juliet, who'd had her—that's your daughter. My yeah. Yes. Everybody knows. Not Romeo and. Uh yeah yeah. Oh. She has a dog named Romeo. I know. So it's Romeo and Juliet. That's right. Romeo, wherefore art thou? <laughs> so she that's what that's what we do. It's a bit. I have a little John C. Riley as Romeo. Uh <laughs> Montague. <laughs> and you are the son. And there's my drum set. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to call me Romeo. Juliet, did you touch my drum set? Did you touch my drum set? <laughs> <laughs> so she's she's she had this is she's going on year three after she broke her elbow she toughed it out not like yeah. you <laughs> well, I went seven years without surgery. Was, uh, she she went fourteen oh, seventeen years she knew it was going to be she's yeah. fourteen did I say seven I meant double that double seven double seven double seven that's me I'm Bond James Bond I'm looking for my drum set I've got a license to kill. I do a great Arnold Schwarzenegger. So Juliet has an arm, I hear. So with her arm, yeah, she had the original surgery, and they put in a screw. Yeah, and then the screw didn't stay, so they took out the screw. Oof! And then they redid. It was it was kind of like Tommy John, but with different ligaments and stuff like that. Cadavers. They yeah. Oh no! They redid it. They didn't. No. Where did they get them? What? They, she had to do Tommy John's cadaver ligaments. Oh, they just took it out of one of my... Uh... <laughs> From, you, were, no, was, you were the cadaver. Yeah, was, that's what that kind of shape you're in. That's why I do think I'm in so much pain. <laughs> shape you're in is the doctor's like, yeah. that'll do <laughs> that. That's perfect. There's the guy. There's a 47-year-old <laughs> man. That's perfect for a 13-year-old girl. He's in worse shape than a cadaver. He cries like she should. <laughs> so... Uh, so it, it, it's a different surgery, but it's it's moving ligaments around and stuff like that, and they move the nerve. So her ulnar nerve, her funny bone nerve, yeah. is it moved to the inside of her arm. Cool. It was uh, on the outside. It, well, it was. Uh, it's here. It was. I mean, on the outside of the album. You don't have to. Explain. But it's in a different spot now. <laughs> right. I had I had to explain it because you made a uh, joke at my own expense. I'm sorry. 
and um, but she's having some nerve problems because at cheer they had a twelve-hour practice one day. Which That's I, a little. I think everyone would have a nerve problem. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they could have all the cheers down by then. I don't think I, I don't know. I know most of the cheers from junior high, and that was go uh, team's name. Go go yeah. team's name yeah. in parentheses. I got go. another one. One. We are the team's name too. We still can't hear you three. A little bit louder now. We are number one. That's going on in your house. Oh yeah. So twelve hours oh, of that? No, I don't know. I I don't understand because I get too angry about it. Yeah. So she's having some nerve issues. We actually went to a different doctor. A doctor that does stuff for the Cardinals. Oh, and, uh, oh. yeah. Pulled some strings. I did. I did. Did you call your uh, friend? The party. <laughs> you called the party. <laughs> so <laughs> I called. Uh, Hello? <laughs> no, stop. John C. Riley is Steve Kine. <laughs> so I. You're so scared right now. No, absolutely. Oh, get a cutout, anyways. <laughs> so that's why I don't go in the air with you. <laughs> so, um,. We had this uh, other doctor take a look at it, and he said, "This is this is we think this is a nerve issue." Yeah, and uh, so he sent us to this physical therapist. We go to this physical therapist. She's not a physical therapist. She's almost like a witch doctor. Oh boy! And I'm going to tell you right now, she's made the biggest difference in one she's magic. Like she's doing nerve stuff and manipulating. So she says she, she was talking about how. We in Western medicine, what we do is we worry about left and right. She said, "Well, it's like a, pulling a string through right. your spine, through your, you know, through the middle of your body. And if something on your right is messed up, it's gonna eat, it's gonna give a problem on the left." Yep. Well, they don't deal with that that much. Doctors they prescribe, they do therapy, they right. don't worry about. It. They work on the area yep. that has a problem. So she started out working on the wrong arm. I'm thinking, well, we're in this place. It looks a little hippie-ish. Yeah. There's no incense burning, but you know that Minus, there has been. She likes it. Her house smells like patchouli. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so she she starts working on the right arm, and Michelle and I are kind of looking at her. She doesn't even know it's the yeah. wrong arm because she doesn't <laughs> tell us anything. She's like, first of all, she said, I don't like to look at the paperwork. She's like, like, I don't like to look at any other paperwork. She can't read is basically what she just No, I think it, and I think it, she's got to look at the paperwork because she's not going to know. Is it Fanta- Fantasia Burrito? What was her name? The girl that won American Idol and then wrote a book about how she couldn't read? Yeah, Fantasia. Fantasia. I knew it was Fantasia. That's your dog. Not Burrito, though. Uh, I, I think it's Burrito. Burrino. Uh, Burrino. That's very Italian. close. <laughs> all right. So. She starts working on the right arm, and I'm kind of like, I think she's good. It's a little wacky. Right. But then she starts making references to herself being a little kooky. Sure. And stuff like that. And she's like, I'm not normal. You know, Lunatics but, always do. Know. Um, she wasn't lunatic. She, she was brilliant. This was fantastic. So she starts, she goes, um, and I started to feel like I was in, like, in an episode of The Mentalist. Yeah. She goes, um, let me ask you this. Um, did Juliet ever have a head injury? And I was like... Michelle goes, no. And I go, I was quiet for a little bit. Right. And she started going on and doing something else. I go, you know what? She might have. And I knew exactly when she did have the head injury. Oh, really? But I didn't want to give up too much information because I wanted to see what this lady was going to do. Yeah, you don't want to turn to John Edward. Yeah. I I just... I didn't want to be given clues and, con- right. you know. That's a parlor. I, I don't know if I was bugged on the way in. Right. People asked me <laughs> <Right>. questions. <laughs> um, so she goes, um, back here? I go, yeah. And she points to like the back part, back right side. I go, yeah, because Juliet had fallen on the back of her head and it swelled up and there was like a like a baseball size. 
Did you take I, her to the hospital? I, I thought about it, but oh it went down God. right away. So it was. It was. It was. Wow. It seemed, okay. So uh, I called some people. We called some people, and they said, "Just see how it is for a little bit." And it went down right away. But it was like the kids' heads are soft, and they are <laughs> soft for that reason. Right. Did you call CPS at any point on yourself? Not yet. That's the phone call. We're going to have to now. Yeah. So um, she goes back here. I go. Yeah. She goes about three. I go. I don't know, but it probably was wow. right about three. Pretty good. And uh, she goes, yeah, and she starts working on it, and she starts going with it. All of a sudden, so she'd done some measurings of Juliet's range of know, motion, range of motion yeah. early on, and she could. It, it was not to where she could go; it's to where she started to feel tenseness. Right. So it started out; she would only feel she'd feel tenseness at like forty degrees or something like that. She's like thirteen, fourteen year old girl. Right. Shouldn't be that. It should be, you know, that's a 50 year old man yeah, where you should feel exactly. that. Exactly. So she starts just doing some manipulation. In the meantime, Michelle's going, This is exactly the kind of thing I wanted Juliet to see because her dad, when he was dying with cancer, yeah. went to see this guy who nobody could explain what he did, but he was, he was like $600 an hour. Jeez. And he just manipulated some stuff on her dad, and all of a sudden, he felt great. He was for great, and he died two two weeks later. But so he killed him. You know, he was yeah. That's what. <laughs> so he <laughs> knocked a bunch of stuff loose. Basically, no. He was he had. <laughs> yeah. No, he was he was he was on the the down spiral. I mean, he was he was already there. He, but he needed two good weeks. He yeah, and it was yeah. it was great for it. Right. Yeah. Um. So she she gets her down to she gets Juliet down to like a one pain level. She had been at. An yeah. eight or nine for you, probably that's like an eleven. I don't even know if that's the yeah. thing. But I don't, I don't go with those numbers. Yeah, I didn't know they had. We one. started changing yeah. them to letters. Yeah, we started. <laughs> and now we on. can't remember what the letters correlate <laughs> to the the numbers. I'm like, what was it? Because I was tired of asking her what number. I go, what letter? She goes, um, I go, well, A plus is zero. <laughs> a is one. Uh, a minus like a K. And she's like, what's a <laughs> K11. Well, it was grading. It was grading. But you're right about that. Sympathetic motion is why I'm still boxing with my right hand. Yeah. Physical therapy, my right hand working is making my left muscles uh, engage. Hmm. And, they're, and and it's working. It, like, I get muscle pain from- But it's not even just muscles. It's skeletal. I need that, though. And it's, yeah. your, you know, it, it goes to your brain yep. and the central nervous system. And I asked, I, I didn't want to be blasphemous in her world, oh, right. but I was like- is this like you know chiropractors? And she got a look on her face of like, I know some very good chiropractors. Yeah, there's some great ones. Yeah, and there's some that are just there's quack. They're on TikTok. That's they're, true of all they're, medicine. If you're cracking somebody on TikTok, I just I yeah. lose respect. I think chiropractors that use their first name after doctor are the ones you should worry about. Doctor Keith. I think that's. Doctor I think Jeff. that fits for any doctor. Oh, yeah, right? First name after doctor. Doctor Phil, where's the exception? Doctor Phil is the exception because he's a TV doctor. I have to even Doctor Oz. If you're named after a fantasy world over the <laughs> rainbow, you're not a real doctor. <laughs> no, you might be a fake doctor. <laughs> yeah, he would be Doctor McGraw on TV, and that sounds too much like Quick Draw. I think that's the problem. <laughs> Picture the. Like I was a Hanna Barbera <laughs> cartoon for a while. And then he went to school. <laughs> then and he went back to medical school and finished up. But yeah, is she doing okay now though? Well, this was just yesterday. No, and, so uh, she's still. Yeah, she's doing pretty well. I mean, but it's they, th- this therapist doesn't see you all the time. Right, sees you every couple to few weeks because she says it needs time in between. Too often with physical therapy, she's doing all the dry needling and stuff. Too. Nothing, no, Nothing. just it was just, all touch, and no she kidding. did chakra kind of. She like I was a little weird about. Can make your daughter a crazy person. My sister's into this stuff, and then 
at first it's kind of like, oh, this is reasonable. And now my sister and my mom think they have the cure for COVID. Uh, this is this was all just body stuff. It yeah. was all just like, hey, it's all stemming from tenth, you know, stuff in your neck and head. Yeah. And I believe it because I can feel most of my problems coming from there. A lot of them are <laughs> using my, my brain. <laughs> Even you, all in that head. You have around. a giant head with no neck curve. Yeah, that's tough. That's structurally unsound as a right. skeleton. I, I you shouldn't have that. Yeah, I've been working on it. There is truth to that. I had a doctor uh, doing it now. with my uh, nose uh, when I choked on that th- that potato. One of our last podcasts, my oh, nose right. died. And I went back and I told him, I, he, said, uh, he said, do you have allergies? And I said, you know, I don't anymore because I've been eating bee pollen. And I'd read that bee pollen, local bee pollen keeps it. And it's been like a year and a half since I've had an allergy issue. And I used to get them pretty bad. And he, and I said, is that a thing? Just asking him, like, is that really a thing or am I falling for some sort of – and I just got lucky. And he said, if it works for you, then it works. And he goes, that's what we don't ever tell you in medicine. If it works for you, it works. It doesn't to, matter. To what. me, I don't care. Yeah, and that's kind of – I really what, don't I, care. Awesome. I, I, it, if you can do something to help my daughter heal – Absolutely. It's – and if it's not, you know, if it's going the other way, you stop. Right. And that's the key. Like, so many people just don't understand that. And there's there's tried and true methods to make you get back to normal. And there's ways to make you And better. we've tried every conventional way, yeah. and it's been three years of Sometimes convention. it doesn't work. That, but this is combined with, she's on a nerve medication. That's rough. Nerve stuff's crazy. Um, yeah. Well, they move the nerve, yeah. you know? So she's she's on a nerve medication, which brought her pain level down. And then the doctor actually told us we were going to do nerve flossing, which was some stretching and stuff like that. But yeah. this, this person's – she's gone even further to some other types of manipulation and she, stuff. Who is it? Uh, I you don't want to give her I, name. I don't even know it. I don't <laughs> know the name. Her first name's Kim, but I, I – Dr. Kim? Yeah, I had yeah, a doctor Kim for a little while. Doctor Kim is very good. Probably why I didn't tell you. That's the last time I had a doctor that wasn't named Kim. I tell you, I was four years old. That's back when we had uh, white doctors. Jeez. Well, look, I'm getting away with it now. So no, because <laughs> it'll be it. <laughs> oh man, no, I'll leave it. I'll leave it just to see if you know what I'm in enough trouble. Just go ahead. Back. Anyway, me play joke. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now we're gonna have the. Sorry about that. CEO of Coke in here. I thought for, well, they're going to move the All Star game from my house to somewhere else. That's for sure. It's going to. Um, yeah. I, so it's. It, I agree. It, anything that works. If I'm it's working, it. it works. And when they say, tell you something's mental, who cares? Doesn't matter. That's the most powerful thing you've got. Yeah. Your body's brain is the thing that can talk your body into other stuff. That's what stem cells essentially are. Oh, they're so because they tell your body we're here to build this. Right. And they start doing it. Your brain's like, okay, it's back like when we were, uh, you know, forming. These things are back. I guess it doesn't know, so like it it tells you this is we, it makes. Well, it another work. thing they told her about with, with her arm before we even did this with, with conventional physical therapy, they said when your nerve is irritated when something's new like this because yeah. nerves don't like to be severed and put back together or At moved all. around or mm-hmm. anything. So whenever the nerve has to relearn what the different stimuli are, right. So it it will probably read everything as pain. No, it's matter in the wrong what it spot. Is. It's telling yeah. you something's wrong. Yeah, until it realizes it isn't. Uh, yeah, until yeah. it's until it like certain fabrics were bothering her. Yeah. It's and, doing its job, right? Yeah, but you have to retrain it. Right, you have to just train it to do which something. might take a long time. Yeah, but she's fourteen. She's got time. She she's got time. She's got time. Yeah, that's true. So, buck up, kid. Yeah, but that does suck. She's been through. Three different surgery two, type two things. Surgeries two surgeries. And, uh, but she's, she's doing well. See, that's my fear with this is that 
there is a lot, and I'm doing a lot of stuff. I probably shouldn't be doing. I shouldn't have been driving. I was driving the next day. They tell you. Yeah. I, I was. Uh, on the medicine? Well, I knew when it wore off, and I'd go to the Walgreens. I knew go. when it wore yeah, off. Just How many it. people have said that at the bar? Well, I'm still here. Ticket free, oh, bruh. Oh, <laughs> In fact, I got really good at one. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Leave me be. That's. I had to have this conversation every time I tried to leave the house. You're not driving. I'll drive you. I'm fine. Just going to the drugstore. I got to get out of here. I got to do something because I can't just sit around all the time. Come back and take the pills, and then an hour later, I'm a zombie for two hours. But, uh, yeah, you do a bunch of stuff you're not supposed to do, but my fear was I'd make that wrong move and unravel something. Yeah. And then uh, and they do that. They do a good job of that after a surgery of telling you you're, you're incapacitated. Don't move. Don't do anything. And you're like, okay. So then two, And then you go to your first physical therapy thing, and they're like, you're fine. It's going to be really hard to hurt yourself. It's like you're going to have to. Yeah, because you're trusting the therapist yes. over the person. Well, the who doctor did the is doing that to cover his ass to try to because at the most fragile point, your first week or two is when it is probably most you're most likely to do some damage, and then after a couple of weeks, when they put you in a physical therapy thing, they're like, "Look, don't be dumb, but it's going to be hard for you to with with the limited activities you're doing. It's going to be hard for you to screw this up." And they, and they told me that, like, because then all of a sudden you sit there for two weeks and not do a thing, and then they've got you pushing this thing with a stick, like the shoulder, to try to push your arm past pain. And it hurts. And they're like, we've got to get you to the point where it hurts. Yeah, to get you through it really. Yeah, I hurt. Like that. Dr. Yeah, it's Dr. Kim. Dr. Like, talk to Dr. Kim about Medicine that. woman. That Dr. Kim, Kim medicine woman. Easton. Oh, I love that. That was the Jane Seymour, Dr. Kim. <laughs> they should have probably cast an agent for that, but they that should, was back in the days. They should have called her Jane C. Less. <laughs> She's uh, with her eyes. She should have called her Jane. <laughs> no. They I get called, you joke. It's funny. They should have called her Jane C. <laughs> Riley. I'm right this. I'm a doctor. Jane C. Riley, Medicine Woman. <laughs> yeah. It's it, my favorite show that never happened. It's, uh, but it's happening now. And here's the Medical Points Memo. You're the Old West female doctor everybody talks about? I've been doing this for a while. For a while. <laughs> You're beautiful. <laughs> it's probably my glowing hair. Wow. Self-trained. I, not on the hair. I in the medical it. profession. <laughs> That's my favorite show. John C. Riley. No, what, what was the thing called? What was it before? we? What's the real name? <laughs> Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Oh, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. But it was Jane Seymour. Yeah. Jane C. Riley <laughs> Medicine Woman. It's, that is such a... That we went meta on yeah. that in a huge way, and I love every second of it. That's the moment everybody's going to remember from the show. They'll be yeah. like, go do more of that. Yeah. Well, it just happened. Yeah. And it's all the, accidental. All the, the personal stuff about you know uh, my physical maladies, you're going through this with your family, your daughter's going through hell, and what they'll walk away. That Jane C. Riley <laughs> Medicine Woman is one of my favorite things. <laughs> Did you touch my? <laughs> did you touch my old western drum set? <laughs> like they know they're in the old west. Now you're me. <laughs> they're hyper aware that they're in the old west. You know we're not even in the new west yet. <laughs> but when we get there, don't touch my drum set. We basically have prehistoric <laughs> medical instrumentation. <laughs> I love that, and it's the stupidest thing I've liked in a long time. Uh, Jane C. Riley, medicine woman, is it really brilliant. doesn't even make sense? It doesn't it at like, all. That's why I like it so much. Because Doctor Quinn, <laughs> played by, you have to explain yeah, the, the go, joke. Well, no, we got there with through a uh, natural evolution, but you can't. You no, can, you can't go back. You can't reverse engineer it. Uh-uh. You're crying like Dude, you're trying to sleep. I, yeah, I'm very tired, but that <laughs> made me laugh a lot. That's fun. No, because I didn't even realize until you brought it up how 
wrong we are. <laughs> we really had to go off on two tangents and come back. <laughs> Picturing him in the same. I'm starting gear. to feel like the people who said. Did you touch my frontier drum set? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not to call those people Indians anymore. <laughs> oh, they had to cancel. They canceled Dr. Quinn. She no. was out of touch. That woman. John C. Riley, medicine woman, will bring some wokeness to that show. Oh, my God. You guys still calling them Indians? Jeez. <laughs> Did you touch my tomahawk? I was trying to think of the correct name for the reflex. Um, huh? The, the When they hit you with the reflex... Um, hammer? Yeah. I what think is it's that called? called? Reflex hammer. No, it's not. I'm pretty sure. The reflex is the hammer. That's my knee. We're done. Is that Duran Duran? Yeah, this is it. We're done. You know, it's Saturday. We're taping this on a Saturday. Yeah. And uh, watch this segue. And I've been watching all these old game shows. And I really. We're going to get into more? I thought we were done. Huh? I thought you were wrapping up. Um, no. I thought you were wrapping up my show. No, I'm not wrapping up my show. I was okay. just going to tell you that they taped all of those old match games 12 at a time on Saturday afternoons. Gene Rayburn would fly. All, the match game is my favorite thing. So you have to. You have it's to, on the people buzzer don't, now. No, but yeah. for, for, first of all, people who don't know who Gene Rayburn is, picture teeth and then Giant build a small teeth. man around his. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and shag carpeting. Always surrounded by shag carpeting. But he lived in, like, uh, Massachusetts and would fly out on oh, Saturdays. And, and you're watching this, what, on Samsung television? Samsung has a thing called TV Plus. There's also a thing called Pluto TV. It's all free television, and it does these, uh, these channels that don't cost anything, and they're starting to be like— Do they go through the Internet, or are I they so. through, like, an so. antenna? Well, well, there's a thing called Lowcast in every city. Oh, right, Lowcast. And Lowcast, you can get all your locals, and usually it's a 7.1, 7.2, whatever channel you have has three or four attached— and Lowcast is kind of uh, low-end. Um, the way they present it is not as clean. It's hard to get around on Lowcast, hard to navigate. So the Pluto TV comes with your Samsung TV, and I just recently discovered they have a 24-hour Baywatch channel, which is endlessly entertaining because the episodes are – I didn't realize how bad Baywatch was written. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. But you know who's on that show? Who's that? David Hasselhoff. <laughs> That's right, Norm. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah, the yeah. star. Germans love him, you know. That's right. <laughs> you like the Germans. I love the Germans. Yeah, they're good people. <laughs> you know, you can't piss them off. You don't want to make them mad. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. They'll they, come after you. They'll, they'll come after you. They've tried to conquer the world too. They have a couple of times. Yeah, there, you know, and it was close. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'm watching Buzzer, and so I started to do a little like match game research, and like we're giddy today because it's like Saturday. Who cares? So you start laughing at Jane C. Riley, medicine woman. <laughs> My frontier drum set has been touched. It's a whole episode. I'm not messing around here. Anyway, uh, I found out that they were taping that on weekends, 12 episodes, and that's why. How did you find this out? You just Googled read, this? Just uh, doing a bunch. Of, uh, beyond Wikipedia and Google, you can find all this stuff out. So Richard Dawson. Top five answers yeah. around the board. Tell me. He was the middle bottom row on Match Game. And I didn't realize until you start watching it now how many incredibly attractive for the 70s, 20 middle 20s year old contestants were being brought around? Circulated. Every episode almost. And so when they'd say, let's welcome, you know, Sue Jones. She's here from Loa, and they do a shot of her, and she's pretty. The next shot is always Richard Dawson just staring just <laughs> deep. And they'll say, uh, are, had- you, are you single? 
And she goes, yes, I'm single, but I'm, uh, I'm available, but I'm looking. And then another shot of Richard looking, and he just waves. The whole thing. Creepy. And, and now we know, in hindsight, that Richard Dawson, through his son, who once said, quote, my dad was the biggest ass hound in Hollywood history. There's no close second. Uh, he was taking them home after the, the, he'd have parties with the match game people at his house after. With Bob Crane, who was... Also on Hogan's Heroes. All Hogan's Heroes, and also uh, was the first, one of the... Disappeared, right? Dawson and... No, he, he got murdered here in Scottsdale um, by another guy who introduced him... Well, that's kind of disappearing, but in front of everybody. <laughs> well, it wasn't. It was in front of one guy. Oh, and then and then the, botched, the Scottsdale Police Department botched the whole thing. It's still not solved, really. Um, but there's one dude that was oh, there. But he got beat up with a tripod. Now, he had a tripod for the video cameras. He, the, he and Richard Dawson were like the first people to have home video equipment to the degree they had it so they could film their Escapades. sex. And so Richard Dawson was known for this. So the whole match game is all this filth. Like, there, it is a full-on almost human trap. Grooming. It is. It, absolutely. Everybody's kissable. Everybody can be manhandled. You come towards me, you're getting grabbed. I'm going to just openly, and it's, and it's a better time. Everyone was having a great time with it. Like, they were all having fun. So Jimmy Walker was on one episode, right? Dynamite. Dynamite. And he's up there. And uh, the question was totally designed for this. But it, it, it was uh, um, they're redoing a more modern tale of Snow White. Only this time, it's Snow Blank. And while it, they're sitting there writing their answers, Gene Rayburn walks up with his mic to Jimmy Walker and goes, You better get this right. Or everybody's going to be mad. No. <laughs> and everybody just laughed. Jimmy Walker laughed. And so in the middle of that show, Gene says, Jimmy's here because he would say, Who, what show are you here from? Jimmy's here from, uh, and Brett Summers goes, the ghetto. No. <laughs> and the whole place erupts. And I'm like, this was, like, this is not arable. And this, but it's on this, this network. I can't get enough of it. It's the weirdest Time warp. I'm telling you, we every need to do episode, a, podcast, a, a, a subset of podcasts just on old game shows. And every episode, we would have a "Why couldn't this air today?" moment. Yeah, every at least one every single time. Every time, it's crazy. See now, stuff like that. I, I, I don't know. I that kind of stuff just feels dirty to me. And it I'm is. Not, oh, especially now. And I'm not. I'm. You know, like we were talking earlier in the show. I, that, to me. I can't believe they're putting that out there. I can't believe it's out today. I don't know whose ass is on the line, though. And I think that's why it's okay. Almost everyone on the show is dead. So, and, and almost everyone who did the show is dead. They brought it back with so Alec nobody Baldwin. To go after. I mean, there's basically a show. Alec Baldwin. He redid it. Now, you know, he's got, it's not nearly as funny because they were just having. Well, you a, can't say this stuff. But they were having a Saturday drunk and filming a show. Yeah. And then dragging the contestants back to Hollywood, you know, all these people from Tennessee. But that's Georgia. everything that, you know, it's, it's the, crazy. the bad part of Hollywood is, I mean, are these willing participants? I guess. But there is just, a, I just see Richard Dawson. Imagine, though, if the car. Because he's not a handsome guy. No, but he was smooth and he was from another country. So people were kind of. They weren't, what country they, was Richard Dawson? England. England. So and he lived there. So they didn't have like real like most New people. England. You said he was <laughs> no the old oh, that, one. No. old England. That was uh, Jolly Gene old. Rayburn that was going from Gene Rayburn was from, from New England. From New England, right? And that's how they met in between <laughs> middle England. Middle England. <laughs> so gotcha. I won that one. Um, the uh, 
But the funny part was is that you start thinking, like in the 70s, they didn't have access to celebrities like we do today. You didn't have Twitter. You didn't have right. – the fourth wall was up. There's Richard Dawson. I've only seen him on my TV. And now he wants to take me to his house. So you start melting into this like, I'm. this is happening. Like something yeah. – and I'm sitting here with you know, these so Betty dirty. White and uh, now all the cast of Mary Tyler Moore is at the house. What if Betty White was grooming men? Could have been. She was – Risque. Oh, it was great. Like she was like winking and nod, dirty. It was it's it was fun. Like it seemed like everyone was having fun. Now and now it, it sounds feels like, like no one. You is. know what? Here's it. Yeah, it was uh, parties in high school. Yeah, and college. Yeah. That's what they were like. Where it, everybody's just it was throwing fun. out um, all kinds of what's the word on um, uh, double entendre. Oh yeah, it's double entendre to see who's gonna pick up on it and go with it. But to go full circle, because you said like the tap dancing thing that we talked about before, they were so hyper aware of titillating the audience. The question was double entendre. Like, you know, the doctor didn't know what to do, so he uh, unzipped his pants and everyone saw his blank. The last thing you could consider was his penis. Right. Like the last thing you could talk about. Like they knew, don't go there. Right. Peeing, pooping, wieners, no. Correct. And it was like, but anything else was like, the, like, fine. And they were comfortable with it. So there was, there's always a tap dance. We're always going to be involved in some sort of a social, this is what gets us in trouble today moment. I don't think they were ever worried about getting canceled. Charles Nelson Riley's always like, well, get letters. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> oh, always, he oh, screams oh. them all the time. Uh, but Even his big trademark sound yeah. sounded like he was doing something naughty. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, and it's... It's weird to watch. But I watch all these old game shows. And even going up to like the mid-80s, when I didn't realize Pressure Luck is just some cocaine-fueled dream that some guy had. (laughs) There's no rhyme or reason to that show at all. It's gigantic. Was was that Peter Tamarkin? Peter Tamarkin. It it is a gigantic Who was a great game show host. Outstanding. And funny. Like he joked around back because he's in on the coke ride. Watch it again today. You're on a coke ride. I've never done coke. But the whammies and all this stuff. Who ever heard a whammy? They come out and you're like, what is going on? It's it's nuts. And this gigantic thing comes out and confronts these people as this board of just coke sounds and (laughs) lights and buzzers. Stop! And then a magical thing comes and erases your bank account. It's nuts. The (laughs) 80s were crazy. Uh, So to finish this silliness, I was watching Super Password. And uh, who's who's the host of that? Uh, Bert Convy. Convy. And you know what I watch for when he starts to have trouble, because we all know he had he ended up passing from a brain tumor. So he has these moments on the show. Those are like the moments I have, where he starts to say, "I I forgot, I forgot," and like, "Oh, there's the first sign. Nobody saw that," (laughs) because it's all hindsight now. Right. He really has trouble sometimes, like remembering what he was just doing. Right. On the show. You seeing any correlation? Oh, you! I've, you are a brain. <laughs> that's why you're telling me the story <laughs> that's right, right so now. Pay attention. Don't <laughs> the kids don't be Bert Convy. The more you know. So at the end of the show, uh, they they give away the gifts and then they talk about the gifts that the people who lost get. All contestants on Super Password mm-hmm. receive luggage from Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart was a luggage company in the '80s, <laughs> right? Which is the stupidest marketing plan I've ever heard in my life. Because the one thing you don't want to do is pack up Amelia Earhart's bags and hop on a plane, period. So I looked at that. Uh, I, I knew that show had aired in 1987. And so uh, 
Contestants on Super Password receive luggage courtesy of Amelia Earhart. And they go through it, and I'm like, man, my wife's sitting next to me. And I said, man, that's one of the worst-named companies you could ever imagine. She goes, maybe this ran before. <laughs> and I start, and she goes, now I know what I just said. She caught herself right in the middle. <laughs> I, I know, and you're not going to tell anybody that story. I'm like, I am going to tell everyone that story because that's hilarious. Because first off, you as a woman should have protected the female a little better than the fact that in 1987, we'd been to the moon for nearly 20 years, but women still hadn't made it all the way around the earth. Right before, Amelia crashed somewhere around the Clinton administration in her mind. She's like, I know what I said. And, right, and there was no TV, but she, it just all didn't add up. But the Amelia Earhart luggage, she tried to defend by saying, maybe this aired before she crashed. That's I know, so we just didn't talk for two days. No, yeah. I thought it was probably best. Yeah, because you just leave it there. Because you won, but you lost. Uh, no, I'm. It's it's a big W for me. She's carrying the L there. Yeah. She's holding the L for a while, but it was pretty fun. Yeah, Amelia Earhart luggage didn't last as long as you'd think either. No, you thought that company would thrive, but no? it doesn't. No, uh-uh. like maybe like Lindbergh baby toys. And- <laughs> yes. <laughs> You, you don't have to steal this one. Just take him right off the shelf. <laughs> the Lindbergh baby toy. <laughs> I got one on deck. You want it? <laughs> I'm not doing it. Oh. Maybe it's still too soon. Yeah. For the next one. Lindbergh baby is enough times passing. He'd be dead by now. Ugh. So I think if the Lindbergh baby was still alive today, we'd be shocked. That yeah. was in 29, I think. So maybe it happened before. <laughs> maybe Lindbergh baby toys were out right before, and that's what they named the baby after. Lindbergh baby us. <laughs> Lindbergh baby dolls. <laughs> you got to find them. Yeah, they, they, I'm Usually sure they they're in the bushes next to the house. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> next to a ladder. <laughs> that's great. I enjoyed that, Frank. All it's right, like a John C. Riley medicine woman. <laughs> and Lindbergh baby and toys. the Lindbergh baby toys. Come on, legendary. That's why we're wrapping it up right now. That's we're right. ending. on a high, high note. High Lindbergh, note. <laughs> Lindbergh baby humor in 2021. That's what I call comedy, right it's there. A hundred years that's later, look, look good. This, this is where we're safe. A hundred years have passed. We can make fun of that kind of stuff. <laughs> so long as he's white. And can't go the Asian babies. Those missing Asian babies will get you in some heat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's here's the deal. We will uh, we're going to be sporadic for a while. Why? Um, I'm staying. Scheduling is just. We'll try and do some more. What are you doing? All kinds of stuff. You're not doing anything. You're right. Man, I'm, no, but you're all you you're you're one arm boxing. Yeah. You're doing physical therapy. I'll make time for you. You will. Yeah. All right, then maybe we'll I was do... too tired to do it the other night. I was just honest about yeah, it. The, 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 <laughs> even, call, yeah. even, even in our comeback, you couldn't make it. And then Toledo well, was uh, late. The comeback was like eight minutes before it started. Like, we're doing a comeback show. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I, remember, I, had te- I texted you early, the week before and yeah. said, hey, next week, how about next week? You're like, wide open. No, wide open after it? three. After three. Most of it was open. after three. Was wide, open. Wide, uh, wide open after three. Picked a bed. I was like, okay. And then the day of, I text you, you still ready? Uh, maybe not. Yeah, I, well, look, let's just say I may have overshot my energy uh, assumption. And I, I was honest about it. I could have driven down here. Yeah, let summer. me touch the back of your head. Come on. Gonna... Dr. Kim. Yeah, it's Dr. Kim Medicine Woman. <laughs> I prefer Dr. Kim Medicine Woman. Yeah, so I apologize. But now we got it. Saturday's good. 
Oh, we can do some Saturday. I'll do that all day long. Or some Saturday. You want the weekends? I thought weren't good for you. Says who? Why are we fighting? I don't know. We've just, On this, the air. this is why it didn't work before. I guess. It's over. Guests of the Frank Caliendo podcast receive Big Bopper air tickets. That's enough times passed for that, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Land early with Big Bopper. <laughs> you have to look that up. No, no, no. You think people know the Big Bopper is still? You think? Yeah. Because uh, they'll know Jerry, Jerry Lee Lewis. Sure, they'll know that. Those aren't the people I'm worried about. <laughs> if you know Jerry Lee Lewis, I'm not talking to you. No. It's the youth, Frank. Oh, the kids? Yeah. The children. I'm always thinking we're killing them off. Yeah, good. Getting rid of them. <laughs> you don't know how to end, do you? I did. And oh, it's kept been over well. I'm fine. And go. We're done. It's over. I've said so for a while. <laughs> knock, knock. Nope. <laughs> See you next week, or uh, maybe not. Month. I'm very sleepy. Month. Month.